Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Functional. This is Brianne Showman, and I am joined today by physical therapist Angie McGilvery with Apex Physical Therapy. I was really excited to get Angie on here to share about something her clinic is doing that is still somewhat unique in the physical therapy world and in the diagnostic world in general, and that is musculoskeletal ultrasound. It is something that is very quick and effective in order to diagnose a lot of injuries. And it's something that many athletes can utilize in a very easy manner if we just knew it was available and knew where to find it. I hope by listening to this information that you'll get a little bit of a better understanding of what can be done for your injuries in order to end that frustration that you're dealing with. Whether you are an athlete, a clinician, or a coach, I think you will find this information highly valuable. So let's tune in. Angie, thank you for joining me today. How are you? Hey, Brianne. I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am super excited to talk to you. I don't talk about a lot of technical things on this podcast, but I feel what you do is very relevant to or is very beneficial to talk about just because it's something that a lot of athletes can utilize and don't even know it's even out there to utilize. So I want to dive into that, but first let's dive into who are you and why are we talking to you? (laughs) Well, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you, Brianne, for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, my name is Angie McGilvery. I'm a physical therapist and um, a CEO of my private practice company, which is Apex Physical Therapy. And we have two outpatient facilities in uh, Southwest Florida. Um, I get to live in paradise pretty much um, and absolutely, absolutely am blessed for that. Um, my clinics service the outpatient orthopedic population, and we really specialize in uh, treatment of athletic uh, injuries. Um, most specifically, if we really niched it down into the uh, the CrossFit world, so um, it's what I do. It's what I love. Very cool. And why we specifically wanted, why I wanted to specifically talk to you today, is because you are incorporating musculoskeletal ultrasound into what you're doing, which significantly speeds up the recovery process, not because of the ultrasound necessarily itself, this is not a therapeutic ultrasound, but because of what it discovers. Um, So I want you to kind of explain what musculoskeletal ultrasound is and why you are using it. Yeah, so um, musculoskeletal ultrasound is a diagnostic tool. So basically we are able to utilize the same technology that um, utilize when you look at, you know, a baby through an ultrasound, which is usually the most common one that people uh, think of. We're able to do that same thing, but look at your muscles, tendons, joints, ligaments, Um, nerves, basically any of those tissues that us as therapists are going to be helping you um, recover, rehab. Um, We brought this tool into our practice um, because we are um, definitely a proponent of the profession's push into um, our Vision 2020, which is, which we're here already, so... (laughs) 
but um, us being a point of entry, physical therapists being a point of entry into the medical system for musculoskeletal injuries. So somebody sprains an ankle, tweaks a shoulder, has acute onset low back pain, um, something of that source, um, it should, we are as physical therapists, the, I believe anyways, and I think our profession does as well, the most, um, the most educated and best source to actually be the point of entry for them to get started in their care. Typically we can get them better um, the quickest. So with that being said, we wanted to make sure that we had the best, most up-to-date diagnostic tools that could be utilized by a PT in order to really make sure that we were providing our uh, patients and clients coming in uh, the best service uh, possible. So with having this service in your facility, what does this allow you to do um, maybe Eve at upon evaluation, maybe later in the treatment? How does this really benefit um, both you as a therapist, but also the athlete and their pro uh, rehab process? Yeah, I think that the, the best way to sum that up, Brian, is to just give you a quick story that recently um, I had a, a CrossFit athlete who uh, she was doing cleans um, in her workout and felt uh, a, a really uh, wrist pain, uh, kind of dumped the bar a little bit and was scared that she had really injured her wrist. She reached out to us via, um, via social, I believe, and said, oh my gosh, I think I uh, really hurt my wrist. Do you guys have an x-ray? And I thought that that was very interesting to, to hear that that was the first you know, tool that she thought of, um, which again, you know, no, no harm to her, but people know the words x-ray and MRI. They don't really know the words ultrasound. Um, but I told her, I said, no, but we, we do have one thing better that we can look at even more tissue. Come on in and let us take a look. So we were able to solve her problem that same day. You know, she was very concerned that with this injury and oh my gosh, what happened? So we got her in the clinic that same day, um, did a, the musculoskeletal ultrasound with her um, and came to find out that, you know, all of her structures were what appeared to be completely normal mild, mild bit of, of swelling um, around her wrist. But other than that, everything was completely, completely normal. In just her hearing and seeing that, actually seeing the images on the screen, um, I think the words from her mouth were, I already feel 80% better. <laughs> so to be able to give the athlete that peace of mind um, immediately that you know this is what we were seeing um you know she was she was ever so grateful so we ended up doing i think two treatments with her um just to address that that acute onset swelling make sure nothing locked up make sure everything was moving um appropriately and she was 100 percent back to back to the gym back to doing what she wanted to do um you know within a week so I think that that probably kind of just sums up right there. That's that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing because what we were able to afford her, um, to me, is is exactly where where what I love to be able to do. Yeah, just to give that peace of mind can be helpful, and whether it's a severe injury or not, a lot of times just having that answer of what's going on just gives someone that a better state of mind, essentially. Mindset has been a huge, since you bring that up, Brianne, mindset has been a huge part of it um, as well. I've seen that 
over and over. Um, you know, we, as physical therapists, we are great at getting our athletes back physically. And sometimes we forget about that mental piece of it. Right. And so, um, I've noticed that even with, um, I'll utilize the ultrasound as a post or kind of a, at the end of their rehab tool as well, um, to really allow the athlete to kind of look and see that, look, remember that black spot we saw before? That, that was your tire, it's gone now, it's filled in. You can see where those fibers are at now in the muscle. Um, so you know what, it's okay to go back and lift that barbell over your head now, that's okay. Um, because really, you know, it, it is fearful when you're going back to a sport, no matter what the sport is, you know, there is that level of fear and, and that's even become much more studied, um, as I'm sure you're aware of as well, is that um, fear of return to sport that a lot of times it's that fear of re-injury that again contributes to re-injury when the athlete gets back on the field. So we've been able to utilize it in that, um, in that aspect as well. And I, I really think that giving them that peace of mind to show that, oh my gosh, look at, you know, we'll be able, we can pull up on the screen. This is a before, and this is an after image and, and show them, uh, the differences it's, it's really been um, a great tool for that. And that's what I was wondering. And before you even got into that, I was going to bring, ask about that because when we're coming off injury, especially well traumatic or not, there is such a fear of, is it ready? And I was just messaging with someone in my Facebook group um, earlier who was kind of asking those questions, like, how do I know when I'm ready to return? And she is going to therapy right now. But just to be able to see it versus like just trusting your therapist that yes, you're fine, you're ready, um, can be night and day for someone. Correct. And I think especially when we're talking about the the athletes that we service, you know, we're all very um we're all very data numbers like uh, you know, hardcore driven where as, as awesome as we can be as therapists in assessing there and all the education and, and experience we have behind us and us saying, yes, you're ready, go flourish, fly, you know, you're good to go. Um, it's that you still, it's like that one additional, like, it's like the cherry on top of the cake to be able to be like, but look, see, this is why, this is another reason why I'm saying that. See, you know, you're good to go. So yeah, I agree. That's awesome. Does having the image allow you to get someone better faster? So that's a, that's a great question. Um, I believe so in, from the standpoint of knowing exactly kind of what I'm up against um, versus, um, versus I, I don't want to say guessing, but you know, there, there is some, you know, specificity and, and reliability and validity or whatever with some of our special tests that we do, but having that, for me to know, okay, they have a partial tear in their supraspinatus, and this is exactly where it is. It's not at the attachment. It's in the mid-belly. I know, you know how to progressively load this tissue and where to go in their phases of healing. Um, you know, that, I think, allows a much more laser-focused treatment plan from the therapist, which obviously, in turn, um, gets us better quicker. I also believe if we go back to the mindset portion of it, the um, part of getting better is the athlete believing that they're going to get better, right? And so with having the, um, I don't want to, I'm not using this from a sales 
standpoint, but having the buy-in <laughs> of that, this is the injury, this is going to get better. And, and I know that because I can see it right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen this before and I've seen it get better. Um, it, it allows that, that athletic mindset of, yes, I'm going to get better. I know I am, and I'm going to trust the process and, and here I go. Um, and I'm sure you can relate to, and I, I can as well. There's been times in the clinic where I've been treating a patient for um, a shoulder injury, let's say for a couple of weeks, and things just aren't things just aren't getting like what is going on here? Why aren't we making any more progress? You know, and then maybe we come to find out later there really wasn't anything going on at the shoulder. It was a cervical issue, you know, and and so that again. Having, having had that imagery maybe done at the very beginning, we would have ruled out, well, wait a minute, Let, let's, let's go down the, a different path right away from a differential diagnosis standpoint, um, because sometimes it is, you know, we, we do practice medicine. Sometimes it is a little bit of trial and error and a little bit of practice, right? Um, perfect at every single time. <laughs> and every patient is textbook, so. <laughs> Always. Yeah. But we like the hard ones, though. That gives us the good challenge, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. When we're dealing with musculoskeletal ultrasound, what limitations are there to it? Sure. So um, from a visualization standpoint, as far as some structures that um, can't be seen, um, it's really when we're looking at really deep structures um, in, for instance, a hip and a shoulder. So typically this is like the labral tissue where if we're suspect upon examination that there is some labral damage or something like that, we're not even going to bother with, with doing the musculoskeletal. You know, typically at that point, we're going to say you, you need to go through the orthopedic route and see, you know, what they deem necessary at that point. Um, so it's it's really that that kind of deep stuff. If we're g- going over the um, the lower back, again, we can kind of look through spinous processes and alignment and, and and you know the muscular tissue around there. But you know we can't look at let's say a disc um, to see uh, to see if there's some pathology there. Um, so really, uh, it's just more that that kind of depth stuff. Okay, that makes sense. How good is it at especially dealing with the running population, whether um, just runner or my OCR people, how beneficial is it to help decipher? Is this shin splints? Is it post-tib? Is it um, stress fracture going on? Um, What's that ability for it? Yeah, fantastic. Um, Yeah, we've been able to, we can image all of those structures very specifically and get really good, um, you know, get really good uh, images of that um, bone, you know, definitely, especially something as superficial as our, as our shin, we can get good images there. Um, plantar fasciitis is another good one, you know, that heel pain, that, that ugly arch heel pain. Um, we can really go in and, and look at that. We can also, um, the really cool thing on the, um, on the ultrasound is that you can also, when you find something, you can like measure it. So like, let's say I find like um, some tearing Uh, we can measure that part. It's typically like a black sort of signal where we should see like these white, nice fibers or something like this. We can clip and measure it and actually say, okay, this is, you know, such and such millimeters um, to then be able to A, show progress um, or B, determine, you know, again, like how bad is this? 
Um, and we always look at both sides too. You know, we always look at the kind of the asymptomatic or uninvolved side as well, just to make sure we're not seeing like some artifact or this isn't just kind of like this is how the person is made um, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, very, very uh, specific to, to see all of those foot and ankle issues. I love that you bring up that you do look at both sides. And I don't know if all clinicians who do diagnostic ultrasound do or not, but when you think about it, like most times mm -hmm. if someone gets an MRI, like you aren't looking at both sides. So you have no clue if the same mm -hmm. issue is going on the other side and it has nothing to do with the pain that's going on. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect example. Um, I think it was, it was a, an athlete with shoulder pain. We see a lot of shoulders. <laughs> an athlete with a shoulder pain and it was his right side and we had ultrasounded his, his right. And we saw some like fraying um, in, in the cuff. We actually looked at his left, his asymptomatic side and the degenerative changes in his cuff were way worse on his non-painful side. Um, so again, it, it's very much like you were saying, Brian. we have to look at this, th this image with clinical presentation as well and really think about, okay, then if this guy is really having this pain in his shoulder, but on imagery, it looks, the other side looks way worse, then I don't know that this is a shoulder concern. And let's start going down other pathways. You know, do we have a, a cervical issue? Do we have a plexus issue? Do we have other things going on here? Um, and that, and then that can really help lead us down that road quicker versus, you know, maybe we treated that shoulder as a, as a tendon issue for four to six weeks and it really didn't get any better. Now we're four to six weeks into it and we're going, okay, maybe now we should start climbing, you know, the differential diagnosis tree. So hundred percent, really, really good point to bring up there. And I think just to go off the ultrasound bit a little bit and just kind of dive into this conversation that I love getting into because so many times someone gets x-rays, MRIs, goes to their physician, they see this going on and it's like, oh, well, this is why you have pain. This is what we need to do for it. When in all reality, that may not be causing the pain. They didn't watch them move. They didn't watch anything go on. They're just going off this one image. And and I think people just get really focused, laser focused on, well, this is my diagnosis and this is what's causing it when that's not always the case. And it can be a difficult thing to um, break their mindset from. I, I agree with you 100%. I see it all the time in that, well, my, and especially when we're dealing with, uh, with the spine, I see it all the time in that my... Um, well, my MRI says I have, a, I have a bulging disc, so I know that's why I have the pain. And I'm like you, I, I evaluate them and, and I look through, you know, go through all of the different movement patterns and everything else. And I'm going, this is, this isn't a back issue. You know, this is a, this is like a, a hip impingement, lack of hip mobility, like, you know, whatever issue. Yeah, they could have a, a disc, but the whole world basically has a disc. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent in, in utilizing the, the ultrasound for the, the joints that, uh, quite commonly that we do utilize it for, uh, one of the benefits, uh, over 
utilizing like an x-ray or an MRI, which again is a, a picture, like a snapshot, right? We are able to go through dynamic movements with the, um, with the image. So we can actually see, like if we put the, the, the sound head over, let's say um, an ACL, like the, the ligament in the knee that we're all pretty familiar with, right? We can hold it, we can hold it there and then do a test like the anterior drawer test that we're all familiar with. We can do um, some type of a joint test and we can actually watch, okay, what is that ACL doing? What, what is it? Is it stable? How is it moving? Same thing with like one of the muscles in the rotator cuff. We can image that and then actually have the patient, you know, rotate their shoulder back and forth and actually watch that muscle, um, you know, watch it glide, watch it, watch it contract and expand. Um, which I think is super important because we're looking at it more from a functional standpoint and not just like one snapshot at one point in time. How often are you re-scanning throughout treatment? Are you doing it every time, every couple weeks? What are you doing there? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. Typically we won't do it um, again until the patient is close to um, like discharging, return to sport, return to like higher level um, activities. And, um, and that's usually obviously only if there was something, you know, found initially that was of, of concern. Um, and usually that is something I go, um, our practice is very much driven on customer excellence and customer service. And when we do that last spot check, that's just something that we do out of courtesy to our athletes. That's just something that we are just like, Hey, here's the cherry on top. Let us just, I'm going to take one more little look. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I don't have to, you know, go through the whole scanning and assessment process. It's like, I know it was your, you know, your supraspinatus. I'm just going to put that head right over your supraspinatus. It's going to take, you know, two seconds for me to look in there and bam, look at, you know, look at how much progress you've made. I, I will pull that card out if, you know, uh, an athlete is getting antsy around like, you know, after, you know, that six to eight week period and they're starting to get antsy with, why can't I go back yet? Or like, I don't know if it's getting any better sort of thing because, you know, our bodies get better sometimes at a rate that we don't, we don't see it because it happens on a daily basis and we don't see these big catastrophic gains. Um, so when they say like, oh, I don't know if it's getting better, I'll, I'll kind of pull that card out too and be like, well, let, let's look at the image again and let's see because, but let's make sure that we are going in the right direction. And, you know, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, we, we're able to give them a little bit more of that hardcore data and say, look, we can, we can compare this and, and look at what has changed. Um, and again, going back to that mindset, you know, this is kind of that vicious loop that we go back to, right? Going back to that mindset. Oh, you're right. I am getting better. I'm going to get better. Okay. I'll trust this process for two more weeks or three more weeks or whatever that is. So that's awesome. And yeah, so much of it plays into mindset and having this image, I think, can be very helpful for people's mindset, both, like we said, in the beginning stages of, okay, this is what's going on and just knowing, but also that knowing that I'm making progress and knowing that I'm ready to go back and that I can trust this joint to do what I need it to do again. Yeah. We had a, a young soccer player, um, teenage soccer player with a... Um, uh, rolled an ankle, you know, a lateral ankle sprain, and we ultrasounded it in, in the beginning and, you know, could see um, some of the fibers that were, that were missing, you know, that she definitely got some, tore some fibers away, could see the swelling and whatnot. And it was a return to soccer. And, um, you know, as a teenage athlete returned to soccer, then that, that's, 
it's a big thing, right? We see so many re-injuries at that age in females. So um, we definitely, it was an important tool that we utilized with her and we made sure we utilized with her before we were like, okay, you, uh, you know, all of us, you and your orthopedic, the whole team says you are cleared to start contact. Let's look at that though. I want to show you why sort of thing. And, and we looked at it and, and we did a, a little bit of a drawer uh, test on her ankle as well. So her and her mom could see, you know, look at how much better this looks, look at where the stability is at. Like you are strong, you are stable, you can do this moving forwards. Um, so that, that was a great example of just kind of using your gut and your intuition of knowing, you know, who will really, what athlete will really benefit from it too. Um, and, and, and kind of seeing, reading that hesitancy on their face a little bit. Yeah. Very cool. If someone is dealing with an injury, wants to get an ultrasound done, is there an easy way, place that they can go to find someone in their area that does it? Or is that kind of like calling around places still? Yeah, that, that is a great question. You know, this is definitely um, a new trend in the physical therapy world. Um, and it's definitely, um, you know, something that I, I feel will be very much up and coming. I think in the, over the next five years, we're going to see a lot more of this become mainstream in uh, PT practice, which I think is, is absolutely wonderful. Um, the organization that, and again, I, I'm not, I don't want to plug anything, <laughs> Brianne. <laughs> so you can like take this out if you need to. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, the... Uh, the organization that we get, that I've gotten all of our training from for myself, as well as my staff, and they put us down the clinical pathway to achieve our um, our fellowship in a musculoskeletal ultrasound. That it's called Hands On Diagnostics. Um, H O D S is the abbreviation. Um, and I know they have a website that says, you know, across the country, find a hands on provider. Um, so those folks are typically, um, you know, certified in going through that, that fellowship program to do the, um, the musculoskeletal ultrasound. Um, so that's one way, um, to search. And, you know, the other way, like you said, would just be to start all around. Yeah. yeah. It can definitely be a task, but no, I appreciate you, um, at least giving that one re resource. Cause that would be helpful. Helpful place for people to start at least. Correct. Awesome. If someone has any other questions about musculoskeletal ultrasound, um, or maybe if they're in the South Florida area and need some help, how can they find you or do they contact you? Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, our website is uh, Apex PT Florida. Um, so we can be found there on, on the web. Um, on social media, um, I, I'm a big proponent of, of contacting and messaging through there. Those I manage that mostly myself. So it comes directly to me. You'll, you'll pretty much reach out to me. Um, but through, uh, through Instagram, we are, oh my goodness, you're going to for a second. Okay. <laughs> Apex physical therapy, S W F L. Um, all spelled out like that SWFL at, at the end. Um, and we do have some information on there with regards to the, uh, the diagnostics that we use. Um, and, or like our office phone number two, three, nine, we can pick up the phone again. I don't think many people do that anymore, but if you want to pick up the phone, 
239-337-2739. And that is our, that's our office number. <laughs> it's this new invention that people don't want to use or something. Exactly. It's like, I, and it, it, it's great. Like I, I get more messaging through, through Instagram and through Facebook than, you know, than anything else. So it's great that that's the technology that people are reaching out on. I welcome it. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, Angie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you getting on here and talking with me today. As do I, Brian. Thank you so much. Keep doing all the awesomeness you're doing over there too. Appreciate <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Will do. All right. Awesome. Bye-bye. And that concludes this week's episode of Highly Functional. If you enjoyed it and found the information helpful, I invite you to head over to Facebook and join my group, Obstacle Course Racing Athlete Health and Performance, where you can both join your OCR tribe as well as find very helpful, useful information on how to become a more dominant racer, a more resilient racer, and truly race at your peak performance. And until next time, let's go out and be highly functional. <laughs>